Okay, so first of all, the Kiddush this week is being sponsored for the Seam of Seder Moed. So anyone would like to come, of the Kiddush of Seder Moed. Okay, so today's daf is, is not a very difficult daf. For the next two or three dafim, the Gemara has a tangent. It goes on complete tangent of Asei Doich Aleisase. So let's start the Gemara. The Gemara said like this, we ended off with a kasha, that we had a Pasuk yesterday, there was a Pasuk yesterday to prove that if a woman is an erva, let's say it's your daughter, and she falls to you for, for Yibam, you don't do Yibam on the daughter, right? So we had a Pasuk, we learned out from Eishas, Achais Ishtai, extra Pasuk, Aleha, fine. So the Gemara wants to know like this, Halav Hachi, five lines from the bottom, if you didn't have this Pasuk, Hava Amina, Achais Ishtai, you would assume that you marry, you do Yibam on an erva. The problem is, how do you how, how, how would you be allowed to do that, right? Why do you need a pasuk for it? It's your daughter. So you'd say, well, it's a mitzvah to do yibum. That's called asay doichaloisase. So the Gemara says, my time, I mean, asay doichaloisase. So the Gemara says, here's the problem. Amar damrin and asay doichaloisase, loisase greda, loisase shish by karis midachi. The problem is, asay is not doicha, a loisase that has karis. So what do you need the pasuk for to tell you that you don't do yibum on an erva? It's, there's no source to say that you would. You, you, there's no your assumption that you would is incorrect. It's not asay say when there's kares. So therefore, that's that's the gemara's kasha. Now the gemara is not going to answer this until I think tomorrow or the next day. So today's daf is just going to be a side tangent on asay dechalaisasei. So the gemara says now that we mentioned the concept that you have an asay dechalaisasei, meaning that when you have a loisasei, but you have an asay and they're going against each other, the asay wins. The asay beats the loisasei. So the gemara says. Uh, Let's just analyze where do you get a Seydach Eloisase? And this is going to be the, today's daf. Just trying to find sources for Seydach Eloisase. And it's tomorrow also. So the Gemara says, Go to the next page. It says in the Pasuk, right? It says that you're not allowed to wear shatnes, which is wool and linen together. And then the Pasuk, the next Pasuk is Gedilam Tasalach. Gedilam Tasalach is the Mitzvah Tzitzis, meaning what happens if you have a wool, if you have a linen baguette? And you want to put uh, treles. Treles is wool. So that's wool and linen together. So you have the assay of tzitzis. You have the lois assay of shatnas. So assay is doicha lois assay. How do I know this? Because of the juxtaposition. It's called smuchen. Meaning anytime you have two psukim that are next to each other, the Torah is telling you, darshan them together. So it says in the Pasuk, Leisilba Shanez, it says don't wear shatnas. But then the next Pasuk says, Gedil and Tasalach make tzitzis. Meaning tzitzis override shatnas. So if there's if making tzitzis will include shatnas, will linen together, you do that. That's asay, docha, los asay. The Gemara says, now again, the, 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 now the Torah doesn't actually say to do it, it's the smuchim. It's the fact that the psukim are next to each other that we're making a drasha. So the Gemara wants to know, how do I know that smuchim is a thing? How do I know that the fact that psukim are next to each other gives you the right to darshan? Now this entire daf, a lot of this daf, we've had in Brachas Chaval Alphamid Beis. So a lot of this stuff is a little bit familiar, we'll run through it. The Gemara says, How do I know that Smuchim is a thing? How do you know that when you have two Psukim next to each other, that's they're next to each other for a significant reason? Meaning you could look at it as, they're just next to each other because it's a book, and things have to be next to each other. So how do you know that them being next to each other is to tell you to make a drasha? So the Gemara says, Shenemar, it says the word smuchim and it says ms. You see that the Torah puts them next to each other. They're ms, meaning that you're supposed to darshan out smuchim next to each other. Now this smuchim, now here's the problem. The problem is, smuchim is itself a machleikas tanoim, whether it's a thing. Rav Yehuda did not believe in smuchim. 
He didn't darshan smuchim. He looked at it as the Torah is going to have things next to each other. First of all, also, ain mukta mukha b'tayra, which means there's no chronological order in the Torah. So smuchim is not a thing, according to Rabbi Yehuda. So you're telling me that the source that I say dochalosa say is from tzitzis, and it's from smuchim. The problem is Rabbi Yehuda doesn't believe in smuchim. So the answer is, yes, he does. Where is this pasuk? It's in Devarim. In Devarim, even Rabbi Yehuda believes of smuchim, meaning even if you question the concept of smuchim to make a drasha, in Devarim it's accepted, as will, Gemara will explain why. I, I tell you outside why. Um, the, the first four svarim are stories, so there's no necessarily order, because Ein Mukta Mokhubatari. The last sefer is Hashem reviewing through Moshe Rabbeinu. So it's more perceived, the way the Ramban and the Ritva and the Neiri explain in today's daf, they, they look at it as, and the Gemara is going to talk about it, they look at it as because Hashem's reviewing, everything is in the order that, like it's one thing if, you know, if you have events that keep on happening, so you just analyze them as they happen, so maybe there's an order, maybe there isn't. The last one is a review. When you're choosing to review, it's perceived that it's much more of a precise order. That, that's, again, well, we'll get to that. That's why in Devarim, everybody accepts Smuchim. So therefore, this source of Asidoh which is Smuchim from Shatnis to Tzitzis, it's in Devarim, so it's universally accepted. The Gemara is going to, let's go through this together. Now, another source of Smuchim, that we accept Smuchim as a concept, and this is an interesting point. Right? Yivam, Yivam is that you're supposed to marry your sister-in-law. What if the sister-in-law doesn't ma- want to marry the guy? What if he's a mukashchin, he's full of boils, he's, he's gross. She, doesn't, she, she does not want to marry this person. How do I know that you don't muzzle her? Meaning, how do you know that we, that we listen to her and she says she doesn't want to and we force him to do chalitza? Meaning, how do I know that if she's not interested, that we don't, like, we hear her voice, we don't muzzle her? Because it says, It says in Devarim, you should not muzzle an animal when it's threshing. And the next passage talks about Yivam. So you see, Yivam and muzzling, so it's another source of smuchim. So the Gemara says, Even Rabbi Yehuda, who does not believe in smuchim, but in Devarim he does. So therefore, the Asei Docholosa say is accepted because it's in a Pasuk in Devarim. Now, how do we know that Rav Yudah does not darshan throughout the Torah, but darshans it in Devarim? So we'll prove this. These Gemaras, again, we had in Brachas. Titania. How do we know that Rav Yudah doesn't darshan Smuchim in general? So it has to do with the following Pasuk. Um, the Gemara wants to know, how do I know a Mechashefa, a witch? How do I know that a witch gets the death penalty of Srefa? Everyone accepts that she does. But the question is, how do you know that? It doesn't actually say Tisraif, or it doesn't say Saraf Be'esh. So how do I know that a Mechashefa, a witch, gets the death penalty of Sreifa? So it's a Machlekes Tanoim. Then Azai says, it's from Smuchim. Rav Yudah disagrees, because he doesn't believe in Smuchim. Now this is, again, in Shmois. This is not in Devarim. The Gemara says, Detanya. I'm sorry, Detanya ben Azai Oimer. Nema Mechashefa It says you shall ki- kill a witch. Someone who does witchcraft. She shall be die. It doesn't say which death penalty. Now again, and also it's it's quite like you want to try to get the right one because the death penalty there were four levels, there were four severity levels. Now you want to give her the one that they deserve because that gets their ultimate tikkun. But on the other hand, you don't want to give them worse than they deserve. You can't just give everyone skila, which is the most severe according to most Tanaim, because if they don't deserve that then you're putting them through more pain and more humiliation than necessary. So you have to try to figure out what death penalty. So it says that a witch, she shall not live. Doesn't say which one. So Ben Azay says, well, let's look at Smuchim. Nemar the next pasuk talks about living with an animal. Some who Indian lie in their next the pasuk are smuchim next to each other to tell you just like if you live an animal, it's skila. 
I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Skila. I'm sorry, I, I said sorry for Skila. I apologize. So the point is, so Smuchim tells you that it's Skila. Okay. So it says, Rav Yehuda, I'm like Rav Yehuda, you know, you're going to give someone Skila based on Smuchim. Smuchim's not a thing. The Torah, there's no order in the Torah. And it has to be written. Listen, everything in the Torah has to be written. So Smuchim is not a thing. So I'm not going to give him Skila based on, based on Smuchim. So I am going to give him Skila for another source. What's Rav Yehuda's source? It says, are types of necromancers, the way to communicate with the dead. They're types of witches. Now the question is, or wizards, whatever. I don't know, whatever they are. So the question is, why why does the Torah have to specify them? Just say all witchcraft, death penalty. So why does the Torah speak out Ovidani to tell you Ovidani bechalal ha yimechal sheva ha yuvalama yatsu? So why did the Torah specify Ovidani loimer to tell you ma Ovidani beskila? Just like Ovidani are skila, because the pasuk specifically says skila by Ovidani afichashefa beskila. So he learns it out from this drasha. He doesn't believe in smuchim. So, but, even Rabbi Yehuda doesn't believe in Smuchim, believes it in Devarim. And back to our point, this source of Asedo Holosase is Smuchim from Devarim. Now, how do I know that Rabbi Yehuda, who does not believe in Smuchim, believes it in Devarim? Because we have the following, Joshua, Ditanan. Mishatari Minal and Dadarsh. How do I know that even Rabbi Yehuda believes there is Smuchim in Devarim? Because it says like this. We know that a man is not allowed to live with his mother, and he's not allowed to live with his father's wife. Stepmother. What about a woman that his father was ma'anis? A father raped a woman? Does, are you allowed to marry that woman? Is she considered your imoy in halacha? So it's a machlekes tanoim. It's a machlekes tanoim, and it has to do with smuchim. So the Gemara says, the tanan. No, no charts for this one. The tanan. Noise adam anusas aviv umufutas aviv. A person, this is the shita of. Uh, the Tanakama, that you're allowed to marry an Anusas Aviv, Umufutas Aviv, if a man rapes a woman or just has relations with a woman out of wedlock, whatever, just single guy and girl, the, the son can marry her, meaning she's not considered his mother. It's not Imai, it's not Ishas Aviv, it's nothing. A man can choose to marry that woman if he chooses to. The son can marry the woman. That's not a problem. And Anusas Benoy, Umufutas Benoy. And similarly, if a man is, uh, 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 if a man uh, as Mahanis, a woman, Mefuta, by the way, is just anytime single guy and single girl live together, that's called Mefuta, according to most Rishonim. So Mefutas, or, or if a man lives with a woman, his father can marry her, meaning she's not his daughter-in-law. Right? There's an Isser of mother, there's an Isser of Kalasai. These do not apply outside of marriage. That's the point. Question. Yeah. Does it matter, does it matter if there was a child? No. No. No, I don't think so. I don't think it should matter. I mean... What do you mean? What, if if a guy and girl live together as single and they have a child, the other child, not from that union, can't live with her. Why not? I don't, again, they're not. They're not. It's not. It's not his mother. I, I would assume. Again, I'm not, it's not my area of expertise, but I would assume it's not. I'm not talking about the child. I'm talking about the other no, child. Yeah, I don't think it matters. Again, I'm, I'm not, not. Not to my knowledge. Uh, the point is that, that as we're saying, it's mother. Okay. So far, it's not related. Comes Rav Yehuda. And Rav Yehuda says, Rav Yehuda oyser says, if your father lived with a woman, you can't marry that woman. There's an Isar Arayas with that woman. You can't live with that woman. Where does he get it from? Smuchim. And this is Devarim. And this is the same Rav Yehuda who doesn't believe in Smuchim, but he believes in Devarim. Huh? Because they weren't, they weren't, that's only if you have Kavanah Tav If you don't have Kavanah Tav Right, you need Edim, you need Kavana, and all these things. If there's no, if there's no Kavana Kedushin, then, then it's Stam. 
Every every single guy and single girl that unfortunately lived together before marriage, it's not it's not kedushin, Pashtus. So you have to medaber aliske kedushin. There has to be some leading up to it. So the point is, Rabbi Yehuda feels that the father can live with the son with the daughter-in-law, meaning the, not the daughter-in-law. The, the son lives with the girl. Reuven lives with Leah. Reuven's father can marry Leah because she's not the daughter-in-law. But the father, the opposite case, if the father lives with Leah, the son cannot live with Leah. Why? Because that's considered his mother in halacha. Where do you get that from? So it's from Smuchim. And again, this is Devarim. And this is Rav Yehuda. So the Gemara says, where does he get it from? V'amrav Gidlam Rav, my time is Rav Yehuda. It says in the Pasuk, The Pasuk says, You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father. This is the Isser of living with a mother, a stepmother, and, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, any mother relationship. The Pasuk before that is, He understands that this means any man, who, any woman who lived with the father is off limits. Now, what, how does he know this? Because look at the previous Pasuk. The Pasuk talks about rape, it talks about a man, Ma'anis, a woman, and the penalty that comes with that. And then the next Pasuk is, don't live with uh, your mother. So he looks at it as, even if that mother is a woman who your father was Ma'anis, meaning, it's even if the, you know, the, the, your father's wife, even if it's not wife through Kedushin, it's through, it's through, uh, it's through rape, that, that's also off limits. And it's from Smuchan. Okay. Now, and so the point of this is to prove that even Rabbi Yehuda doesn't darshan smuchim in general, darshans it in devarim. And we'll see why in a moment. So go back to our source of Asei which is Asei is learned out from Tzitzis and Shatnes, that the Pasuk juxtaposes Tzitzis and Shatnes to tell you that Tzitzis overrides Shatnes, and that's also from devarim, and therefore smuchim is accepted universally, say by devarim. Now, just before we go back to the tzitzis, because that's the main point of the Gemara, the Gemara says, why do the Rabbana not believe in this drosh of Rav Yehuda? If everyone accepts smuchim, then why do they not go with that smuchim? Again, Rav Yehuda felt that there's smuchim to tell you. The Pesach says you shouldn't rape a woman, and the next Pesach says don't live with uh, your father's wife. So he looks at it as even if the father's wife is to rape, that, that's, that's, that's enough to off-limits. It's smuchim. The Rabbana don't believe in that. Why not? There's smuchim. So the Gemara says, They disagree. They say that's not what the Pesach is talking about. Why? Because there are words. The words that Rabbi Yehuda is darshaning, it's smuchim psukim, right? Pasuk before is talking about rape. The next pasuk says lo yigalik knaf aviv. So he puts it together. The problem is there are words in between. It says lo yikach ishes ishes aviv v'lo yigalik knaf aviv. So those words they feel separates the smuchim. They feel it separates the smuchim. For it to be smuchim, meaning Rabbi Yehuda looks at it as two psukim next to each other, that's enough to make smuchim. The Rabbana say no. The words have to be juxtaposed to each other. And the words of lo yikach ishes ishes aviv, which is not where Rabbi Yehuda gets it from, he gets it from lo yigalik knaf aviv. The end of the pasuk, he believes the first half of the pasuk separates, and that's why the Rabbana don't believe in the smuchim. So what is the pasuk talking about? If it's not talking about Rabbi Yehuda believes lo yigalik knaf aviv, it's talking about a woman that the father was maanis. The Rabbana don't believe in that because they say there's no smuchim because it's split up. So what is the Pasuk referring to? It's Shomeris Yavim Akasav, Medaber V'la'avr Lav Shnei Lavim. Meaning like this. You have a, right? You have a, a woman who's about to do Yibam. Forget about Arayas. There's no Arayas. A woman's about to do Yibam. Yeah? So let's say, uh, let's say Rachel is supposed to do Yibam with, with, with Reuven. Right? So her husband died. She's a widow. 
but she's sort of like engaged to Reuven because she has to, it's called Zika. Zika means that you, you, she's sort of bound to Reuven until she does Yibam or Chalitza. She's sort of bound to this guy. Let's say Reuven is overseas and he sends out an email, I'll be back in three months. So she's got to wait three months. She's got to, she got to, she can't go dating people. If she marries someone Doesn't else... Doesn't she have to wait anyway? Doesn't she have to wait anyway? Yeah, but I'm saying forget about that. Let's say he says, I'll be back in two years. The point is, she is not allowed to marry other people. If she does, it's a losase. Because she's supposed to wait for this Yibam to take place. She's called a Shemeres Yavam. She's not allowed to marry someone else. So you know what the Rabbana say the Pasuk is referring to? A man is not allowed to marry the woman who's waiting to do Yibam with your father. And let's say you have, you have three people. It's, it's not that complicated. You have a father, a son, and an uncle. The uncle dies childless. So the woman is waiting to do even with the father, and the son's like, I'm going to marry her. She's not, her, her she's, not, she's not the mother yet. She's not anything. You're not allowed to. That's what the Pasuk is referring to. And you're over two Isurim. One for always marrying a woman who's waiting to do even where there's a gen, general Isur. And number two, La Yegala Knafaviv. That that's what the Pasuk is referring to. It's w- marrying the woman who's going to do Yibam on the father. That's what they say. Okay, now, the question is like this. Why is it that <coughs> there's smuchim by Devarim? That's what we need to prove. We need to prove that there's smuchim by Devarim because that's the Asedo Cholos, say with Tzitzis, it's in Devarim. Why is there smuchim by Devarim? So as I said before, because Devarim was written as a review, two things took place that Gemara is going to point out. One, anytime you're reviewing something, everything's extra. Right? Review by definition means it's not a chiddush. So everything in Devarim is extra. Or mo- not everything. Most things in Devarim is extra because it's repetition from earlier. So the fact that it's repeated, you could use for drushes. And also number two, not only is it extra, but the order is, is, is more... Is more um, it's extra, and the order is more uh, forgiving to, to Darsh and Smucham. So the Gemara speaks it out. Why is there of Yehuda and everybody darshin smuchim in Devarim? First of all, it's clear. Um, it's it's clear from the context of the pasuk that it's meant to darshin. Or there are extra words. Either the 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 placement is clear, like Hashem chose to place it here and not there, so it's clear that the placement lends itself for drushes. Or there are just extra words. Either one. And we're going to prove how each one applies in Devarim, both by Tzitzis and by, uh, let's say, Anusas Beno, Anusas Aviv, and Mufutas Aviv, that Rav Yehuda's source, that you darshan smuchim, that you're not allowed, a man is not allowed to live with a woman who your father raped, and that was from smuchim, that's because the words are extra, and the juxtaposition, the placement of it is extra, meaning the placement of it is, is sort of lending itself to a drasha, and the words are extra. Let's see it inside. The Gemara says, First of all, you could tell that it's, it's placed there for a drasha. Why? You, the entire, it doesn't have to be there in Devarim. Why? There are parshias of Arayas, Achrimos, Kedoshim. There are other places to put it. Uh, I'm sorry? Mishpatim. So the fact that it's placed in that area of Devarim is meant for Smucham. Number two, and it's also Mufni, there are extra words in the Pasuk. Besides for the fact that the placement is not necessary to be here, there are extra words. Why? If the Torah just meant don't marry a woman that's married to your father, it, just, it should just stop at stop. is extra. And it's extra to tell you that there's an Isser even if they're not married, even if it's a woman that your father raped. Huh? Exactly. 
So Shmamina. So that's why Rav go to the next page. So that's Shmamina Lafnuya. So so do by Tzitzis. The source that I say is Docholosa say is that there's smuchim by Tzitzis. That it says it says Gedilim Tasalach, and it says Osilva Shatnes. That there's you, you're not allowed to wear Shatnes, but you you have to wear Tzitzis. And the juxtaposition to tell you that even if the Tzitzis will cause Shatnes, meaning you're pulling wool Tzitzis on a linen beged, worth it. So it's kedai. I say the whole because we know that tchelis is wool. Why do we go to the worth it part and not that? No, you have to. I don't mean worth it. You have to. No, I'm saying why is the I say the Why is it? Yeah. Well, the Ramban because the Ramban famously says that the asay is more the rotz and Hashem. Los asay is more just avoiding negative qualities. Meaning, if you're if the whole goal is to try to listen to God, so you could los asay is avoiding what he says. If he's telling you to do it. Then that that's that's a more direct rotsin Hashem. But there's there's svaras for it. But this is a pasuk. I mean, since this overrides shanas, I say doholosa say. Now this entire omid today is going to in order to darshan smuchim. This is important. It's not hard, but in order to darshan smuchim, you need the oh the kids outside. You need to you need that the placement to be unique, and there needs to be extra words because that's why he darshaned smuchim and devarim. So we have to prove that there are extra words. By shatnas, that's what we need. That's the key, right? If you want smuchim, you need extra words. We darshan smuchim by tzitzis and shatnas, which means they're extra words by shatnas, and that's what the rest of this Ahmed is going to be dealing with—just proving extra words by shatnas. We'll, we'll run through it fairly quickly. I'm sorry. One thing I don't know if it's very topic or not, but what is the difference between smuchim and hekish? Well, uh, I'll tell you. Smuchim is the pesukim are next to each other. Hekish is uh, the same words. Uh, hekish is is the two concepts repeating itself in Torah. I mean, hekish is the the, the, the the two concepts are repeated in two different places. Meaning, it's a Shabbos in both places, but with a slight variation to tell you to to connect the two sugyas. This is they're two unrelated sugyas. They're just sukkim right next to each other. Well, no, gzeir shav is the same words. Okay. Uh, well, afterwards I, I'll I'll be we never have time. So gabi tzitzis nami. Since it's also we could darsh and smuchim because there are extra words and the placement is unique. Why? First of all, the placement is unique. This pasuk of tzitzis is not in the parsha of tzitzis. It should be in, in Vayomer with the rest of tzitzis, and it's not. So first of all, that tells you that the placement is unique to tell you smuchim. And and there are extra words. Now this is the rest of the Ahmed, just to prove there are extra words in this pasuk to tell you smuchim. Now, what are the extra words? Michti. The Pusik starts off by saying that you shall not play shatnas on your body. And then it says, Lo silba shatnas, don't wear shatnas. Those three words are extra. Once I know that I can't put shatnas on my body, what do I have to say? You're not allowed to wear shatnas. I know I can't wear shatnas. Those extra words are extra. So they're extra to tell you. So it's important. The extra words are Lo silba shatnas, do not wear shatnas. Here's the problem. Those are not extra. Why? The Gemara says, that's not extra. Hani mitzah that's needed. Why? If all the words, if all it said was you shall not play shatnas on you. The halach is like this. If they, they used to sell uh, clothing. And what they would do is they would take like a lot of the clothing and just put it on their arms, like trying to show off, like they didn't have hangers. They would show it off. What, what if wool and linen, you want to put wool and linen on your arm to show people? You have a wool shirt, you got a linen shirt. That's allowed halachically. Because that's not considered wearing for the intention of wearing. 
right? Clothing have purposes. The purposes are either to, to, to protect you from the elements or for fashion, whatever it is. Putting it on your arm to show people is not what the Torah asked. So the reason why you need Loisil Bashan is it's not, it's not extra. It's to tell you, because if it just said Loyala Alecha, I would say even putting it as, as, a, as a salesman would be a problem. You need Loisilbash, then it's only a problem wearing. So it's not extra. And the Gemara is going to continue with this. And if it just said I would say it's dafka aser if you wear it. Let's say I take a woolen linen and I just wrap it over my head like a like a I just like put it on my head like a you know resting on my head like a like a like a yeah like a shawl or whatever. I would say maybe that's mutter. The answer is no. That's considered meaning. Anytime you put these items on your body for the intention of servicing as a clothing, it's a problem. But you need loy silvash and loy alecha to teach you that. So the words are not extra. So how do you dash and smuchim? There's no extra words. So the Gemara says they are extra. Um, the Gemara says, Im kein lichtav rachmana loy silvashatnes. I'll tell you what's extra. You know what's extra? Semer ukishtin. Just say loy silvashatnes. I'll know that it's woolen linen. How would I know that it's woolen linen? Like that's that's a that's a stretch. The answer is Mihti. Kosavu beged klein shanas layalacha. The Pasik says beged. You shall not wear a beged of shatnas. Tan of the bear of Yishmal Shita is any time it says beged in the Torah, it's woolen linen. That's the Tan of the Bear of Yishmal Shita. The Tan of the Bear of Yishmal, Hoyovenemer Pater Stambegadim, Uparlacha Kasabachat Semru Pishtin. Tan of the Bear of Yishmal Shita is that because it says Semru Pishtin, it says the word Beged in the Torah, and it says Begedu Pishtin regarding Tomatara, they have a rule. Tan of the Bear of Yishmal Shita is Beged equals Wolan. That's what Beged equals, Wolan. So therefore, I've called Semru Pishtin. Semru Pishtin, the Rakhazar Honolavi Shamina Lafnui. So therefore, According to Tanur Rebishmo, you don't have to say Semru Pishtin by Shatnas. Just, it says Begit Shatnas already. I know that it's wool and linen. So the, wool, the extra words of wool and linen are completely superfluous. So the Gemara says, no, they're not. Akatsi Itrich. Sogadet Ramina Halohi Deloy Nafesh Hanose. Avlevisha de Nafesh Hanose. Koltremini Osar Achmano. Kasar Achmano Semru Pishtin. The Gemara says, well, wait a, wait a minute. Maybe they had to speak out Semru Pishtin. Why? I, I already know it because Begit equals Semru Pishtin. The Gemara says, maybe. For, for There's two different isurim for shatnas. There's wearing it, and then there's hala, which is putting it on your body as a, like a, a shawl or whatever. Maybe wool and linen is a problem by putting on as a shawl, because it's not really wearing. But when you wear it, like buttoning it, maybe any two fibers together is a problem. Meaning wearing it is more, a, more of a maisa So therefore, I need to tell me beged, which equals semerapishan, and I need you to tell me semerapishan, one for hala, and one for Levisha. The Gemara says, no, that's not necessary. Why? Because end with this, well, in the sugi with this, you would not, it would not be necessary. Why? If it would say Beged, by Hala, by putting on your body, which is Semro Pishtin, I'd be able to learn at Levisha from that, from Shatna Shatna. It says the word Shatna in both places. So I wouldn't need, the extra words Semro Pishtin are superfluous, and they're made for Smuchim. Now, one point, we're going to, we'll finish this daf. For the record, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you finish it off. Then I'll, I'll tell you. It's negela halacha. Let's finish the daf first. So the Gemara says like this. Okay. So what's the source that I say is docholos? I say it's from the extra words allowing us to make a juxtaposition, a smuchim leisilbashanes semrupishin yachnav. If you didn't have that, what would you say? No, I say docholos. I say. And let's say you're wearing a linen beged, you would not put tchelas on it. 
right? You would not know. If not for this, let's say this daf didn't exist and this pasuk didn't exist, there would be no aseda cholosase. You would not pull wooden, you would not be allowed to put wool and linen together for tzitzis. Here's the problem. I don't need any of this. I already know aseda cholosase from the pasuk itself. The Gemara says, um, V'tan de'ber v'yishmol, time of the kasar achmanot sem rapishtin, halav hachi klaimet tzitzis havamina da'asar achmanot, if not for this entire, the source that you're allowed to put wool linen together for tzitzis, which by the way we don't do anymore because we don't have tzitzis, but uh, right, that, that's why we don't do wool linen together anymore. Right? If you have a pishtin beged, you don't put wool on it. Why? Because the wool that they're referring to is the tzitzis. We don't have, we don't know if we have the, the dye anymore, so our tzitzis mitzvah is deficient and therefore it's not, I just want to make that clear, we don't do it anymore. The point is, right, I'm saying, they think that they have the right one, but to, to wear it, to, to have ase do cholosa say, means to have ase, they, uh, no. Yeah, we don't have an ase do raisa to that extent with the with the dye of tcheles. Because the tcheles is the only one that has to be wool, as we'll see in a moment. Tcheles equals wool. So here's the shaila. The shaila is, if you ask Tandabir Vishmol, how do you know that ase is do cholosa say? They'll say, well, okay, this is it. Smuchen. How, how so? Kedilim tasalach. And what are the actual words? Because I know Begit equals Semerupishin, so Semerupishin is superfluous. Okay. Here's the problem. I don't need any of that. That's complicated. Throw all that out. The Pasuk says, Asulahem tzitzis, Al kanfei big day hem. Put tzitzis on your Begit. Begit equals Semerupishin. Meaning, if you have a Pishtin Begit, put Semer on it. Right? The puzzle says, Asulahem tzitzis, al big dehem, put tzitzis on your baged. Baged, according to the Bishmal, means semru pishtin, meaning if you have a pishtan baged, put tzitzis on it, and tzitzis is wool, because treles is wool. Put wool on linen. It's it's in the puzzle. Because that, because they touch big dehem, it's semru pishtin. And the puzzle says, Asulahem tzitzis, al big dehem, meaning if you have wool and linen, put tzitzis on it, put treles on pishtan. There's no linen tzitzis. Well, there, there might be. There's no linen treles. There's no linen treles. You can have linen tzitzis, and then you put treles on the linen tzitzis. No, there's no linen treles. And the Gemara says, Every beggar is semer pishtin. And the Torah is saying that if you have pishtin, put treles on it. And what's treles? Treles imru. Treles is wool. Umay treles imru. How do I know that treles is imru? Because we know that by the big day kahuna they wore treles and sheish. And sheish is kisna. Sheish is linen. And treles is wool. So the pasuk is saying, put wool on your beged. And beged equals pishtan. So put your wool on your pishtan. And that's part of treles. So therefore, why do you need all of this? Why can't you just say that? So the answer is itzrich. I'll tell you why you need it. This whole assumption that the Torah is telling you to put wool on your linen from this Pasuk, you could darshan the Pasuk differently. You could darshan it like Rava. You see, according to the Tanvir Vishmal and Rava, they actually have a fundamental disagreement. According to Tanvir Vishmal, the only begadim, this is actually the halacha, Ramesha Feinstein has a tshuva. I've been wearing wool tzitzis. I wear wool tzitzis. This is the begad is wool. Um, I wear wool since I'm like 13, 14. It's based on this Gemara. Ramayish has a tshuva. According to Hatan Debrev Yishmael, the only begadim that are obligated in tzitzis dairaisa is wool linen. And we don't wear linen tzitzis anymore. We don't wear linen begadim. Uh, we don't put tzitzis on linen begadim because of uh, So, the only begadim on a biblical level that are chayiv are wool. Cotton is not. 
Now, we're, so ha, ha, people wear cotton. I'm sure there are people here wearing cotton. I'm not going to judge. Maybe. Maybe. No, no. There are people here. So where does it come from? It doesn't come from Tanda Rabbi Shmuel. Tanda Rabbi Shmuel says Beged, right? I'll come for Big Day. Beged is separate pishin. Where does it come from? It comes from Rava. Rava disagrees with Tanda Rabbi Shmuel and he darshins the Gemara Pasuk differently. So the Gemara says, Kedah Rava. The Rava Ramiksev. Rava says there's actually a contradiction. It says Haknaf, that you should put the tzitzis on the corner of the Beged, meaning Min Knaf, meaning whichever material it is. The Pasuk starts off by saying Aknaf, right? Which means you put the tzitzis on any material. Silk, cotton, wool, linen, it doesn't matter. You put those strings, leather, you put leather strings on leather. It doesn't matter. Whatever the material is, all materials are included. But the Pasuk also says Tzemru So, so how, we learn that from Shana. It says Tzavkot Tzemru Pishin. So, so Tandar Rabbi Shemal just goes to Tzemru Pishin. Rabbi's like, no, no, all Begadim are included. So what, what's so unique about Tzemru Pishin? So HaKetzad, Tzemru Pishin, Pajin, Be'imimin, Mishaloi, Miminin, Sha'aminin, Minin, Pajin, Shaloi, Minin, In Pajin. You know what Rabbi says? He says, here's the deal. How do you reconcile these two? So the answer is, wool and linen are like jokers. They're like the joker cards. They work on everything. Meaning, if you take wool tzitzis, they work on every material. You could put them on cotton, you could put them on silk, you could put them on linen, you could put them on wool, and it works. But, if you want to use cotton strings, they will work on cotton begot. Meaning, Rava says, all begotten are chayiv, on a biblical level. However, semer epishin strings will work on every beget. Every other baguette, if you want to use those strings, it has to be like strings. So the point is, so Rabbah Darshan's this Pasuk as not referring to wool and linen together. It has nothing to do with shatnez. He Darshan's this Pasuk differently. So maybe Tanda Rebbe Shmuel goes with Rava. Here's the issue. Tanda Rebbe Shmuel and Rava don't see eye to eye at all. Rava includes all the Godin for Tzitzis. Tanda Rebbe Shmuel, Dafka, Beged, Semra, Pishin. They disagree with each other. So we have our original question, which is, why do you need smuchim for Asei Docholosa say? Tanda Rebbe Shmuel, this says, Asu lehem tzitzis al Put tzitzis on your baget. Baget equals semer meaning put tcheles on your begodim, even pishtun. That's Asei Docholosa, that's shadnes. And the Torah says to do it. So we said, no, no, maybe he darshan is like Rava. No, Tanda Rebbe Shmuel and Rava do not, they, I, they have disagreements in Allah. They don't see eye to eye. Tanda Rebbe Shmuel, if you ask them, what begodim are chayiv in tzitzis? Two. Wool, linen, that's it. Rava, what begadim rechayev? Everything. And that's why we wear cotton here. Some people wear cotton. They're relying on Rava, which is fair. But if you wanted to, the ites of the kol atanoyim, you'd wear wool. That's what Ramosha says. That's the Indian of wearing wool. Point is, how could you tell me the Tandem Ervishmal follows Rava? No, he doesn't. So we're back to, right? We have this, it's very simple. I say to Cholos to say, what's the source? From smuchim, from the extra words. And when I say, you don't need that. It says, also lem tzitzis al kamfe bidei, and put tzitzis on your baget. Baget is wool and linen. So, and meaning, linen, put wool on it. So we said, well, no, maybe they darshan the pasuk like Rava. No, they don't. Rava and them do not agree with each other. Rava darshans this pasuk to include leather, cotton, silk, and they disagree with that. So we're, so how could you say Tanur Shmuel darshans like Rava? So the answer is, this is what we meant. Itzterich, I, I thought like a modified version of Rava. Not that Tanda Rebbe Shmuel will hold like Rava, because Rava includes silk and cotton and, and all these leather and all No, 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 no. It, 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 not like that. But maybe a, a modified version. You know, the answer is very simple. 
The answer is, I should have said, I'll tell you outside, then we'll see it inside. Because now I just said it inside, and then I'm going to say outside, which throws me off. The answer is very simple, and that is, we, we had a question, which is, why do you need smuchim? Why do you need these extra psukim? The Pasuk says, Ba'asu lahem tzitzis, Put tzitzis, which is wool, tchelis is wool, on your begadim. Begadim is semer pishtin, meaning pishtin, put wool on it. The answer is no. Maybe what the Torah means is very simple. Asalem tzitzis, put tzitzis, put strings on two types of begadim, wool and linen. On wool, put on wool. On linen, put on linen. Meaning, maybe tcheles does not apply to linen. Meaning, if not for that other source, all the Pasuk says, put tzitzis on wool and linen. So I said, well, that's Shabbos. How is that Shabbos? Well, wool on wool. Okay, that's fair. So you take wool like I have wool, and then you just take, right, what's tchelis? Right? It's all wool, and then you just dye two of the strings, one of the strings, four of the strings, whatever she you hold, the raven, the rabbin, the taisis. Fine, that's wool. There's no linen here. But the Pasuk says, put tchelis on wool and linen. Meaning, so wool, wool, put tchelis on linen. Linen strings with a tchelis string, that's Shabbos. Maybe that's not what the Pasuk meant. Maybe the Pasuk just meant, put strings on wool and linen. Tcheles on wool, linen on linen. Maybe there is no tcheles by linen. That's why you need the extra psukim and the juxtaposition to tell you no. I say it's say, and therefore you put tcheles on every beggar. Even if it's pishtun, even if it's wool linen together, it's I say docholosa say. I will stop here. Tomorrow we'll continue with I say docholosa say, and eventually we're going to have to come back to the original question, which is why well, need a pussy to tell you there's no yivam by Arias? Because uh, there's no I say the whole of the I will stop here. Recording stopped.